This is Big Steve. Are you ready to ride? Hey, welcome. This is Big Steve from Three Shots of Sobriety. Uh, haven't done an episode in a little while and figured we'd just uh, fly by the seat of our pants today and do a quickie. Uh, of course, I got my good friend, brother here. Travis from Three Shots of Honesty. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate it. Hey, man. Anytime. You know, we were going to have another guest here. Uh, he had a little emergency. He had to head home. So, but, uh, yeah, we were going to have Rodney Hood, who also has a podcast. Yep. And uh, called The Padded Room. Yep. You can look that up. Uh, some funny stuff on there. Um, today, uh, it's just the two of us. And uh, today, we're going to, our topic's... I'm just going to be kind of all over the place, but really, what we're here to talk about today is going for a ride on our scooter. That's it. It's coming up, man. I'm excited. That's awesome. Awesome. What year is that again? It's an 02. 02. And it's still got the siren and stuff? It does. <laughs> we're going to play. We're going to play. We will get to Christie's quickly. Very fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we'll split the lanes and hit the side of the Boom. There we go. And I'll be right behind you. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll be the undercover. Yeah, no, it's going to it's gonna be perfect, dude. Because, uh, yeah, it's no two. So Road King, but it's a police edition. So, uh, you know what? I figured, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like to fuck with that. And uh, I'm not a huge, uh, not a huge fan of the, of the Poe. But you know what? Uh, can't beat him. Join him. I'll take that bike. Um, so I'm excited, man. We're going to go on our... We've ridden together before, but, you know, very briefly, and uh, I'm excited to go on a ride with you, man. This is going to be good. It's going to be good. I am seriously looking forward to it. I believe the only time we've rode is we were on a mission. Yeah, we were on a mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and another individual. Yes, yeah. yes. And it was a successful mission, by the way. <laughs> it was. It was. Unfortunately, uh, that mission, I wish it would have made a difference in someone's life, but uh, it didn't. But, uh, hey. It did help out at the time, Absolutely. so, you know, and I never forget that. Neither does she. I just yeah, and you know what? what's funny is, dude, is I drive by that spot uh, right there with the McDonald's, yeah. and, I, and I drive by it, and that was, uh, to me, that was that was great because I'm, I'm with my boy, we're riding, we got, we got a purpose, but outside of all of that, it was a beautiful night. Beautiful. The bikes sounded good. We were rolling down the freeway, yep. uh, you know, yep. holding a constant 80, and uh, goddamn, it was a good ride, yep. man. It was so. awesome. But, you know, and, and the other buddy you're talking about, he no longer has that bike. No. He's got that slam. He does. And, you know, I mean, look, nice bike. Don't get me wrong. But I got to tell you, man, it's funny because um, the, the funny part about it is, is I just posted a thing. I'm not really big in Valentine's Day, but, you know, we're a couple of days out from that. And I posted a picture of my wife actually on his old bike. I saw that. With, with the apes. And, I did you know, see that. And I, and I said, you know, look at you. I said, all the bikes that, you know, you and I have gone through. And you still love Homeboy's bike better than Hey, you know, I hey, mean, it, just love the apes, dude. it was a, it was a good looking bike. It was it just was. Yeah. getting past its prime. Yeah, no, understandable, know? dude. I get it. I totally get it. You know, I feel like you know, once we get past our prime, we need to be put down. That's true. You get to a certain point. I, uh, I think the road. I think I got about ten more years. I think you do. <laughs> hey man, I got like I said, I, I'm coming up oh. on a bike that's gonna be 18 years old. Uh, it's super low mileage, but it's still got its little, it's going to have its little quirks and yep. stuff. And, uh, I've got a couple little things I got to take care of with it, but, uh, I'm fortunate that, uh, I've got a good friend of mine that I work with. Um, and, uh, he's a, a certified Harley mechanic. Oh, wow. So that's going to be a, a nice saver. Big uh, save on I money. Always, you know, being a Harley salesman in the past and, and, uh, 
I advocate for the dealership. I, I do all the way. But if you got a buddy that's, uh, you know, you figure it's the same guy that's backed in the bay, he's charging half the money. You can't really go wrong. Brother, it's $125 a fucking hour, yeah. man. So the bike I'm getting, the only thing it needs, uh, I need some cable adjustments. That's easy. We'll do that over lunch. Uh, but I do need a final drive belt. It's not immediate, uh, but it's something that's coming up right. in the future. Uh, which is, it's a pretty involved thing. So you, on, a, on a touring bike, you got to just, you know, take apart the swing arm to get the belt through there and yep. everything. The belt itself is about 180 bucks. And then you go through it, uh, dealership, maybe about 800 bucks. Uh, Easy. This way, I'm going to be at about 200 bucks. So. Yeah, because a dealership, they're going to charge you probably, I'm, I'm just guessing, three, four hours later. Yeah, minimum. I mean, even yeah, they I mean, do it an hour, I mean, that's yeah. how they get paid. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm not against uh, I'm not against the dealership. A lot, right, a lot right, of people right. say, you know, they call it stealership and so on and so forth. But you know what? Uh, I know from being there, and you do too. We spent plenty of time around around Harley dealerships. Uh, those guys are uh, they're next level. They really right, are. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna get it done however it is. But we're gonna we're gonna be riding, and uh, I'm I'm stoked, man. It's gonna be a I'm good time. I'm excited. I as a matter of fact, I, I'm thinking about trying to figure out where. Where you're going to be picking this up tomorrow night and meet you there so I can ride home well, with you. Well, I would love side that. Side by side. I'm going to be at 7th Street in Camelback. And, all uh, right. So if you want to ride out and ride home together as boys, I, I'm all the way. Hell um, yeah. And uh, something I was going to tell you, but, you know, we're on we're on air right now, so I'm just springing on you. My birthday is uh, April 23rd. The uh, Saturday after that is April 25th. I'm going to be putting together the uh, birthday breakfast run. It's the first annual birthday breakfast run. So what I'm going to be doing is uh, all of our friends, I know a lot of them have obligations for work and stuff, but hopefully they get enough time to get the time off. Right. We're going to do a little birthday run. You guys come to the pad. I'm going to cook breakfast for everybody. Going to ride out Chopper John's, leave Chopper John's right at the hideaway, and then ride back. Um, try to get as many of the boys as I can together just to kind of celebrate the birthday. Um, you came out to my last birthday at Chopper John's, and we, we hung out, but guess what? And it was great. I had a great time. We didn't do enough riding. So now... Back on the stick, uh, the birthday breakfast run. I'm gonna try to get all the boys out there, cook you guys all a homemade breakfast, and then we'll go out for a ride. I can't think of a better way to spend it. So shit, yeah. You know. Food, ride. Yeah, you yeah. know I'm there, yeah, bro. Exactly. Damn. I, really, man. That's yeah, that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I'll fly to Australia. I made a little flyer for it and everything, so I'm gonna start sending right. out people so they can kind of plan around it, but. Uh, Dude, uh, that, cool. that's what it's about. You know, you get your buddies together and go for a ride. There's yep. no better feeling. I know uh, you guys, you know, uh, Ronnie and Brandon, you guys you guys have done some, some great rides. And uh, I was always stuck at work or whatever was going on. And, right. And now I got weekends off. And uh, you got a very flexible schedule at this point. Uh, dude, we're going to be putting some miles. And cool. I, I, can't, uh, I can't think of a better way to do it. Than so. That's awesome. You know, most of the guys, their days off, man, are like Tuesday, Wednesday, it's hard. Thursdays. It's hard. Man, between, yeah. between three of them, you know, they have weird yeah. days off, man. It, it's and, and maybe we can figure something else out. I don't know, but I definitely want to do some more ride with my friends. I think that that's, um, that's the whole purpose of it, man. I mean, it's oh, yeah. great to go out and ride, but when you're out with your buddies and you're riding, and uh, there's nothing like it in the world. I mean, you know that. Um, I've been off the bike for, for about six months now, and, uh, you know, it's funny because my wife, you know, we talked about it. And there's no, there's nothing that can compare to it. And Not at all. When you're doing with your friends, it's, uh, it's uh, zen-like, dude. It really is, you know. Not not to get uh, cheesy or cliche, it, it, is, it is literally zen-like. You so. know, I mean, whenever I'm feeling like just 
shit's piling up on me so much, and, you know, I got this going on, that going on, this is in the air, that's in the air. Right. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go for a ride, you know? And I, I, honest to God, I'll be totally honest. It's like getting the motivation to get up, get dressed, put my boots on. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard, man. Yeah. But once I get on that bike and I go just down the street and make my first left turn, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like a breath of fresh air, man. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So. It clears my head. I feel better. You know, it's just... Um, it's actually cheaper than therapy. It, it really is. It really, and you got a patch on your on your on your cut, and it says, uh, "What does what does it say?" I it says, it. Uh, "My my motorcycle is my um, psychiatrist." It, and it, and it totally is. Yeah. It, it really is. And uh, going from having a bike to not having a bike to going back to having a bike that time period in between it, it's almost like the dark ages, man. You know, it's yeah. uh, so you know shit. You spent twenty seven years not being able to climb on a bike, yeah. and then you got out, boom, and. Uh, Dude, it's a beautiful thing, and uh, I'm stoked to be sharing it with my friends, and, and uh, dude, bright skies are going forward, you know? Well, you know, I told you about my buddy in California who, um, when uh, um, Ronnie and I went out there a couple weeks ago, right. he had just gotten out of prison, and he had served 42 years of being locked up, and he sent me a picture on my phone, and uh, phone's being used, but um, he was looking at a slim. Nice. The 2000, I think, 13, 14. Nice. It's, it's the one that's the military color. Oh, with that, that, that's a slim ass. That's a, that's yes. a little 10 on that. Yeah. Yes. That's he, a badass bike. Yeah. He's looking at getting that. He's ex-military. Um, he's he's a true, um, you know, and I don't use this shit loosely, man, but he's a true Vietnam hero. He flew, he, he flew in Vietnam. He served three tours. Wow. One tour, he was flying scouts, oh, shit. which like you're just a you're, you're a guinea pig in the air to draw yeah. fire, and then pinpoint the enemy. And then he got out, and then he rejoined the Marines and became a Cobra pilot. God bless him, man. I mean, uh, so, you, no, that's that's a true American hero. Yeah. And and uh, you know, I thank thank you to all of our our, our military members. Absolutely, you're yourself and absolutely, um, you know. It's amazing because people don't understand when you put things in perspective. You know, uh, they they feel like they're they've been scared or in peril. Right. You don't have a fucking clue. I I've never had the honor of serving, but I I know so many people, and to be able to look at that and go, you you are the reason that you and I can sit down and exactly. say whatever well, we fucking want to these microphones. Right. That you know we feel safe at home is generations and generations of veterans, and a, and a dude like that. Um, my uncle who has passed away, he was a, he's a, an army veteran, a Vietnam army veteran, four tours, served in the Tet Offensive. Wow. Uh, you know, so I, I have so much respect for that because people don't understand the, uh, literally, the yeah. hell that that is. And then, you know, in the Vietnam era, to come back, you were shit on. And Huge. it's until recently, yep. people realized the, you know, the sacrifice that was made, but, but can you imagine, yeah. you know, going through all that and coming back, so... Uh, Vietnam era guys, I I, I respect so much. Um, my my grandfather's a veteran, he's a World War II uh, veteran. He's a Pearl Harbor survivor, nonetheless. Wow. Uh, but you know when they got home, there was there was a, it was a huge party. Yeah. It was a huge yeah, party. Exactly. And those guys came home and were were, were labeled all kinds of things. And so yep. Vietnam guys, to me, um, you know they didn't have the cake and eat it too. They right. went through the sacrifice and got shit on. So yep. I have much love and respect for those guys. Yeah. 
he, uh, like I said, he, you know, he did three tours in between uh, a tour in there. He had met a beautiful woman and um, they became a thing, man, got married. Awesome. And so when he went back, uh, her ex had came to her house while uh, my friend was in country over there uh -huh. fighting for our uh, freedom. Um, her ex came over and uh, actually raped her and her daughter. So when this gentleman I'm speaking of uh, came back, uh, she kept it secret for quite some time. And I, I, I can imagine that. And when he finally found out, he went and held court in the streets, and they gave him life without because he was a veteran. When all he did was go and shoot the guy. Yeah. You know. Well. And uh, and what's crazy is you know a uh, hundred years ago you sit in front of a judge and that would have been acquitted. Yeah. You know because. Uh, Sometimes the, the, the court in the street is, the, is, is really the best due process. Absolutely. You know, when you're without a doubt, and this is what's been done. Yep. As a human culture, we're going to handle business. And, uh, you know, people want to say what they want to say about going outside the law and things of like that. But you know what? The law is the law. Humanity has its own pecking order. Exactly. And sometimes that shit needs to be taken care of. So, you know what? Uh, I applaud that. You know, it is what it is. That's one less piece of shit we have to deal with. Right. And then the unfortunate part about that whole fucking thing, man, was, you know, when he goes to jail and he goes to court, um, they gave him life without the possibility because he was a trained killer that served in Vietnam. And that's Instead more, of just life. That's more of that double-edged sword. Exactly. You know, look, at, look what you put on the line. Yep. And your country made you the ability because let's, let's face it, that's not the first person he's killed. But, right. But now that you're home, it's a problem. Oh, absolutely. You've been making decisions. Yeah. Street justice, judge judge and jury in the, in the role of war, and now it's a problem. Exactly. If anything, it should have been opposite to that. We've empowered you and trained you. We should respect your judgment. Right. Well, see, back then, um, that was before PTSD was even a thing. Right. That wasn't even on the radar. No. They, they, you know, what they call it, uh, shell shock or right. some bullshit. You know, and then once PTSD came into play, a lot of guys that were committing crimes, the PTSD saved them from having to go to prison for a long time and got them the help they actually needed. Right. With him, he was just thrown under the carpet. Yeah, it was just a bad, bad timing for him, really. 42 years, man. So he got out, and uh, in his time, <coughs> he um, was in prison. You know, family members were lost, yeah. and um, he was... Um, I'm going to use the word fortunate, but he was fortunate enough that his father left him um, some money to, to kind of get a fresh start Good. once he got out. Because, you know, the state gives you $200. You know what I mean? Don't spend it all in one yeah. fucking place. Buy a pair of shoes and yeah. an outfit. And you're, done. you're done. You're out of money. You know? So he's fortunate. So now he's just trying to get all of his um, shit squared away, get his ID and everything. Yeah. and uh, which, is, which is crazy because, you know, a lot of people take that stuff for granted. I oh. mean, after being literally wiped off yep. to go out and reestablish yourself, that's a feat. A lot of people don't understand. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I'm yeah. sure you went through that too. You know, I mean, just having to, to reestablish yourself and get an ID. And, and it's, well, it's, you know, you, first you got to have the birth certificate, you know. Now after being locked up for, I don't give a shit, how many years? Yeah, where's you know? it at? It's like, where the fuck do I get it? So I was fortunate. My cousin got it for me before I actually walked out the gate. So when I got out, I had my birth certificate. Right. 
I could go down, social security card, boom, over to DMV, ID, then driver's license. You know, and but he's going through all that now because his birth certificates are fucking yeah. After forty, what forty three years? Right? Forty two years in prison. Oh my god. He's um, I believe he's seventy six now. Seventy five, seventy six. Whatever time he's got left here, I hope he enjoys it. He will. And that's better than not getting out at all. You know, oh. I mean, it, a huge chunk of his life was lost, but you know what? He's out here doing what he's supposed to be doing, yeah. and uh, God bless my hope he's, you know. So now, you know, he's uh, he's thinking about moving up north into a different state. After he puts in about a year here, he should be able to be off parole. Sure. And uh, they've changed a lot of shit in California right now. Unfortunately, they changed it during my fucking time. I got, only have a few months left, but... Um, he has to do one year and then he's going to head north up into the Oregon, Washington, something and just build him a little cabin up there oh, and yeah. just chill. Yeah. You know? go, out, go fishing, go hiking, yeah. enjoy, enjoy what's yeah. left of it. And you know what? Uh, that's gotta be, I, I can't imagine, you know, you're talking about elation or being happy, you know, to go from, from being confined for that amount of time to go out. I think it's, I think it's a beautiful story, man. Yeah. He's, and he's a great guy. You know, I, I, Everything worked out perfectly for me to visit him while I was there in California with my roommate. And, um, you know, he's going to be getting married. Um, he's got a gal that they're both, you know, up there in years. And they decided, let's do this together. And That's awesome. Live the rest of our days happy, you know. So he's going to be getting married. So I'm going to make a trip back out to California. I definitely have to go to his wedding, you know. Oh, yeah. and it's up in Sonoma. Got a good friend who's wine country. Yeah, yeah. His his girl has a house out there, and then I have another friend um, who has a house in Sonoma too. So there'll be plenty of places to stay. I'm just gonna make a few day trip, but uh, great dude, you know. And I want to see him get a good bike. He loves that slim, you know. And, and those things are beautiful bikes. Yeah, be able to ride bikes. Yeah, I told him you get that bike, and uh, even Ronnie, it's like. Dude, we'll ride out to California and we'll go for a ride with Absolutely. Him, you know? so, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, for him to ride with some people, yeah. you know, it would probably make you feel good. I'm gay, man. NorCal's beautiful. Uh, well, he's actually, right now, he's in Southern California. Okay. He's staying at U.S. Vets. He doesn't have to go. He, he won't be going up north until, you know, until after a good year. In, yep. But, uh, yeah, as soon as he's got that bike and uh, we can make a little trip out there. Um, I'm going to shoot out there and just do a little PCH ride with him or something, you know? Yeah. No, that's be. I mean, that's be PCH is beautiful. I've never ridden PCH on a motorcycle. I've done really? it before. Uh, but, uh, man, I, I can only imagine that's a bucket list type situation. Bro, that, that one. Beautiful scenery. And with me, I like to just, you know, um, shoot out, hit like eh, Laguna. Yeah. And then ride north. Sure. Take it all the way up, you know, um, Santa Barbara. Yeah. You know, and that's beautiful. That's a beautiful back. coastline. Yeah. And what's cool is you and I are both five speeders, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, <laughs> yeah, riding with these fuckers, sometimes I'm like, all right, you motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a six speed, you got 110, yeah. 103, 107s. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You know, but it's all good, man. You know, I like to look good. I don't need to fly that. Yeah, road, exactly. You know? Exactly. So. You, yours are 88, right? Yeah, no, it's 88. Yes, yes, I'm getting 88. I'm thinking about doing the kit. Yeah. Not sure, but yeah. Can't hurt. But 
Hey, here when when we start, uh, you know, we've we've been to, oh shit, Tombstone, Yarnell, Prescott. Uh, I've been all over the place. I mean, um, but what I want to do is I want to start doing uh, some of the podcast with trips. Yes. So I want to do yes. a little, uh, even if it's just still photos, whatever, and post them up and put them put them in the uh, you know the podcast. And I want to talk about places we go to. I mean. Why is fucking Bloody Basin called oh, Bloody, Bloody Basin, Basin yeah. you know, Absolutely. or Skull Valley, right. you know? A lot of people, you know, you may talk about Yarnell, and um, most people out there probably aren't sure what the hell our Yarnell is or why it's even, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really become more popular <coughs> because of the firefighters, yeah. those um, the nineteen, yeah. yeah, yeah, the nineteen. I just we just watched the movie again last night. Such a great movie, you know. Sad as hell. You oh know? yeah, but uh, yeah. Then talk about sacrifice. It's amazing. Oh yeah. And, and then it's all you know. Arizona is uh, like like many other places, but Arizona. I'm a native of Arizona, and uh, I grew up kind of kind of learning. Um, you know why is it called Horse Thief Basin? Like, you right, know, like right. all these places that they, they seem innocuous, but when you really think about the history of it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's American history at its finest. Yep. I mean, the, the expansion west and things like that. And, uh, you know, I work at the mines a lot, so I go yeah. up, I go up to Superior, Miami, and Globe, and, man, that's a beautiful scenery. I would love to make oh, that route sometime. Just take the 60 all the way out. It, it's, uh, well, that's what we'll do next weekend. Yeah. It's a I mean, short ride. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, but you're still, you're around tripping your 200, 250 miles. It's not yeah, super you're, bad. But you can be home in five hours, yeah, you know. You can cover some serious, yeah. some serious ground, though. Yeah, so, we uh yeah. we what we like to do or what we've done before is we'll go up to Globe, Miami, keep going north, and then you can cut off. It takes you down into Cottonwood. Yep, and then from Cottonwood you can jump on the seventeen and come home. Yep, up to, up to Winkleman and all that. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And see, that's another thing I want to put on the podcast too for anybody out there that rides. Kind of lay out some of the the, the maps and uh, some of the roads or highways you right. need to take to go on these rides because. That's what I'm searching for all the time. I'm yeah. searching for something different. There's some, there's some hidden gems that uh, the people don't know about. Oh, I mean, just some some of the be- most beautiful scenery you'll ever see. I mean, Ronnie and I we we took a ride. Um, what's it called, Lukeville? Okay, yeah. Okay, so there's, um, you know, it's not real windy or anything. It's a little hilly, but we took a two lane road, man, straight down into Lukeville, right there at the border. You know, and you go through um, some, I can't remember the cactus. It's a, you know, it's a, I don't know, like a national park type thing. Right. But it's because of these cactus, right. these specific the, cactus. The trick, the choya. Yeah, yeah, you know, and just a one-way shot down, and it was just beautiful, man. I mean, if you're not into the windy roads and stuff, then boom, there's a, there's a yeah. ride right there. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, there's just so many places, man, that are, like, hidden. You know, I, I want to go, you know, we came down the friggin' Apache Trail, man, on uh, the bikes, and holy shit, that's 26 miles of some dirt-ass road. Yeah. I wouldn't suggest it for people. That's not an easy ride. <laughs> you know, um, if you don't mind getting your bike dusty as fuck... And you'd be coughing and sneezing fucking dirt for two or three days yeah, after. Blow your nose is mud. <laughs> exactly. Then that's a good ride. Yeah. 
but uh, be ready for some soft sand, some, you know, it's pretty bumpy. I mean, come on, man, I just did it on a 06 Road King, you know, with yeah. bags on it. So, I mean, you can live, but it's not a, it's not a ride you yeah, want it's to. Not, it's not what most people are used to. It's beautiful. Believe me, it's beautiful. But uh, I would suggest renting like a four-wheeler or something yeah, for right. that one. But do, Yeah, do it on like a, a Ranger. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, or a Razor yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, so we're actually going to take the Bronco and go do that ride. That's awesome. You know, in, in the Bronco. Right. And just cruise it and find some camping spots because there's great places to camp and everything too there. Absolutely. But, yeah, I, I want to start, you know, bringing shit and, and, and putting it on film, you know, some pictures of places and and start giving some directions on how to go here or go there. Yeah. You know, if you want a good ride, you know, you even during the week where there's a lot of traffic around town, there's there's some places get you can just it. get out quick. Yeah. You know? So and, that, and that's the great part about the podcast is you know, you, you you have your you have your standby, but you can branch out any way you want to. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I think it you know, it's nice because I, I know I've done this, I'm sure you probably have at some point. You've just Googled, you know, good rides in Arizona and you come up with all this the standard shit. Yep. You know, everybody's wants to, to, to ride to Cave Creek, and then you've got your Prescott, and your, your Jerome. Right. And don't get me wrong, that's beautiful. Beautiful rides. But there's so much outside of that. Yep. And uh, to put that out and get picture, you know, pictures and, and a point of reference for that, and uh, nobody here is special. You know, we're, we're, we're riding normal Harleys. And, exactly. And, and, and to be able to share that with people and, uh, and put it out there. Yep. Um, it is, you know, because you know, you look at that stuff and you go, I, I need to go and I need to go and do that. Yeah. So. And, you know, and, and every time we take those rides, we find some outback mom and pop little restaurant. Yeah. That's got the best fucking food you could yeah, possibly imagine. Yeah, it's like imagine. three bucks for a <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you could go there and, and you feel bad almost because I just had a whole fucking meal of burger, fries, and a Coke for $5, yeah. man. And it was fucking huge yeah you're, you're not gonna eat the rest of the day you're good yeah, I, yeah. yeah. and may have to stop to take a shit somewhere right. along the way cause <laughs> it's got some protein your body's yeah. going dude this shit was too good yeah. you know we gotta get rid of it yeah. but you know i mean i want to i want to put some of the places out there too man because what's better than when you jump on your bike in the morning at nine even ten o'clock man yeah. and you head north or you head uh northeast and you know go up <laughs> to grow i mean we could be there and you know, three hours right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not that bad. And there's good spots up there to go get something to eat, maybe have a little something to drink. Of course, you know, non-alcoholic. Right. We're talking but, about soda. Yeah. But a good iced tea, some raspberry tea, whatever floats your boat. But, man, there's so many good places to go, you know. There, there is. And, you know, I, I never subscribed to this whole, uh, well, let's keep it a secret shit. And I've heard that about so many places, and it's like, why? Why would you not? Why yeah. would you not share it? You know. Yeah. And everybody goes, "Oh, well, you, you know, you're riding three hours to go get a cheeseburger." Well, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm riding three hours to enjoy that moment. So that that ride to have my face in the wind to look at. You know, you might have seen everything in the world, but you got a piece of glass between you. It's it's completely day and night different than when you're on yeah. a bike. So to go out and explore like that is, uh, well, I mean, you got. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, I, I'm super passionate about it because yeah. it is. It's this nine-day difference than, than, than riding in a car. Oh, it's, it's huge, man. And, and, you know, I mean, um, there's a place. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Maybe we'll go. Well, we'll have to see next weekend. Man. Yeah, well, you let me know. We'll Bro. do it. There's even, you know, even out west, if you go out past Salome, there's a really, oh, yeah. there's a really cool bar out there. I forget what it's called. But I was just watching a movie, and it was, and I'd been there before years ago, and they had, they had, they had it in the movie. Yeah. And there was, you know, bikes lined up out front. And I mean, it's literally this little restaurant grill bar that's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it's one of those places that you're talking about. You could go get a T-bone steak there for ten bucks, and it's probably better than anything. Oh you yeah. Two bucks for. Yeah. You know, here here in the valley. Um, so you know, it, it's amazing what roads and what opportunities open up when you're actually out exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, hopefully uh, we can ride somewhere next weekend. I mean, you, you got the ba- the built-in babysitter. Yeah. So, She's doing better, so, you know, we got you, that. So You just let, let let mama have the car and go to work when she needs to go, and boom. Whoa. Well, here's the, great, here's the great part. On Saturdays now, she's off all day. Oh. So, she doesn't be work until 8 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. So, we jump on the bike. We'll go ride. Take her too. Yeah. Ah. Well, because you know, here's the other thing that's great about it is um, when I met my wife, she'd never been around motorcycles, bikers, any of these things. Really? And, uh, you know, I, I, I told her, I said, you know, this is something that's near and dear to me. And, uh, of course, like anybody else that doesn't understand this, this, this lifestyle, no. it's dangerous, it's that. It, no. I took her for a ride. Uh, probably a two-mile ride the first time she should have been on a bike. Yeah. And she said, I understand. Oh, yeah. It took two miles, and she understood it. And now, you know, you can't get her off the back yeah. of the fucking bike. Well, good. Uh, so, yeah, let's have her come. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, she's my road dog. You know, she takes care of everything. So, well, yeah. If but, she's uh, available, then yeah. let's do this. So, yeah. yeah and, 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 and uh, yeah, so, so it's not... If we're gonna ride, we're gonna ride. We just okay, gonna ride. I hear you, but you know. Well, I, I get it. I get it. Well, you know, uh, you know. Initially, you got some priors of things coming up or I, having to listen, work. I, I want to let everybody and know. I, I'm, I'm not even tripping. Flake, I'm a serial flaker. I'm a serial flaker. But I don't trip on that. No, well, you know, you know why I'm a serial flaker. It's not because I don't want to. I've got four kids. I know. I've got a you know, sixty-hour-a-week job, but I will tell you. The whole idea behind all of this is in buying a motor, getting back on a bike, is I need to escape those things. Exactly. Not because I don't love my kids, not because I don't enjoy my no. job. You've got to get out and you've got to do these things. And, you know, when you and I first met and we became friends, I was selling harvest. Yep. And you know that, you know what the hours are like on that. Yeah. And you know it's hard to get out on that stuff like that. Um, and then balance family on top of that and that whole deal. So I have weekends off. You have a pretty open schedule. We're gonna do some riding, dude. Um, I'm stoked for it. Um, I'm excited. It's it's gonna be a good time. Cool. Man. Even when I do go back to work, um, I don't see myself going to work at the Harley dealership. I think they're just blowing smoke up my ass. You know. Well, they just but, fired somebody. Dude, I, they're down to six fucking salesmen. Well. So. Well, well, that's a whole other discussion, but we all know what needs to be done with that. You know, I mean, but they're they're down to six guys. Uh, I, you know, I just can't be stroked along no more. I mean, I, I, I to me, and I look at it this way, bro, it's their loss. I, I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? I um, cause I'll go in there and fucking kill it. I'll murder that shit. Yeah. And, uh, that has no pun on my past, <laughs> but I will, I'll go in there and fucking knock it down because yeah. I can talk the talk, walk the walk. And, um, 
you know, I just, I don't know what more I could do, man. I'm there all the time. I, I make appearances. So I say, fuck them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all you can do. And you know what? At the same time, it's, it's no hard feelings. You know, it's funny because uh, when I when I left the other dealership and then and then I was told, you know, we're going to get this thing open. I'm going to bring you on. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's fine. But you know what? I don't need it, bro. Yeah. And, and I did my own thing. And, and part of to me, that is, is, is being real. You know, right. you've, you've done sales. I've done sales. And um, if you're real, people see right through that. And, and they, they want to do business with you. But like you said, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And it's a loss for them. Because, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's real political, though, man. You know, More political than anything I've ever, do, I've ever dealt with. Well, and I, I believe I already told you. I, I have another friend um, who helped me get a job at a place last year. And uh, it was just too much labor for me manual labor which you know i mean 30 years ago i'll kill it yeah but come on i'm 59 yeah you know um i was fine when i was operating the equipment but out there shoveling and shit man i just you know 120 degrees it's too much for me but um they may have a sales job opening up right we talked about that and dude that'll be money we get on that and she already told me that she's keeping an eye out as soon as they post it, because they haven't posted the job yet. She'll let me know she wants to get me into that, which pays, I think it's 860 a week, if you don't know shit about the business. But you do. And I do. And then it's, I don't know, it goes up to like 1200 a week if you're a fully experienced salesperson with this type of materials. Well, I'll start at the bottom. Because not only do I get the eight sixty a week, then I get fifteen percent commission of all my sales. And we're not you're not you're not grossing, you know, two or three grand. Here. Exactly. We're talking about doing some serious business. You're grossing thousands and yeah. thousands and thousands. At no, least ten. We, we have 20. talked about that, bro, and you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be great if you can And I'm hoping it comes that. through. If it doesn't, you know what? I'm off parole in July, man. I'll go and I'll get a job at Snyder and drive a truck. Yeah. You know, they want me. I'm ready, you know, and uh, I, I, I mean, that starts at like 75 grand a year. Yeah. And you're home on weekends. Yeah, what you more, can't, you, can't you know. So, no matter what, I got good shit coming up. It's just right now, I got to wait and get this surgery done in March. Right. March 25th, that'll be done. I'll be uh, wrapped up in quite the garment you know, for my hand after that, but by God, I'm going to figure a way to ride up to bike week. Yeah, no, we're going to do that. You know, for sure. I, I got the little paddle on my throttle, so. Which I don't have a jacked up hand. I'm excited about that. Hey, those things that's are awesome. nice, man. It's only like nine, ten bucks. Yeah, so. that's definitely the best yeah. one I'm going to make. But anyway, look, you know, uh, for all the listeners out there, you heard a little background. That's life going on around us, you know. Um, we got some Frozen 2 in the background, and, uh, mm-hmm. We do have some frozen too, and uh, you know I love shows like this where yeah, we uh, we put on headsets and started recording, and uh, we didn't know what we were talking about. But man, this is a good episode. Yeah, man. So. You know, I just like to talk about some life every now and then, and what's going on. And you know, I know it's called Three Shots of Sobriety, and we didn't really talk about you know becoming sober, but that's not what it's all about, man. Right. Three Shots of Sobriety to me is, you know what. I've, I've been there, done that. I've, I've taken my three shots of non-sobriety, right. and, and it led me nowhere. And here's our aftermath. And here we are sitting here, you know, having a good day. It's a good Sunday afternoon, and uh, 
just sitting down talking with a brother, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. So and, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here, and uh, you know the conversation's always good. And it's just a natural conversation. Nobody's putting on any airs. I love that. No. And I and I and I really do hope that somebody sees this who has never thought about writing. Even better, somebody who's going through some type of recovery. Yep. And seeing uh, see seeing this lifestyle, and I say lifestyle because. You know, I was raised in a, in a, in a family. My, my, my father was in clubs, and um, it was his life. Right. Um, and I've saw it's double edged sword. I've seen the downsides of that. It's the positives. Yeah. It. And so I kind of, you know, I walk my own middle ground with that. But, uh, you know, maybe get on a Harley and, and, and see what it does for you mentally because it is uh, it's amazing shit. Really well, is. you know what? And, and, and this is for people that, I don't know, I mean, First of all, to go on a test drive, you have to have the motorcycle endorsement. Yeah. So if you're riding something out there that's not a Harley Davidson, and you know you have your motorcycle endorsement, or if you don't, go down, go down and get it. There's a class you can take. It's 245 bucks, and you know what? Even if you decide you don't want to do that, that's a hell of a fun day. Because I've actually it's, taken the class, and it's fucking great. It's two days if you do it. Um, um, I did it in a two-day thing, and then there's well. a, the three-day. The classroom and the yes. riding day, yeah. And there's a one that's a three-day thing that you can take uh, in Northwest Phoenix over uh, in the uh, where is it? Oh, Arrowhead. It's right there by the stadium. Yeah, the Peoria Sports Complex. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, Peoria Sports Complex. They come there, and and they'll do their little three-day thing. But I went straight out to where is it? Mesa, Tempe, and uh, did the course in two days. Got to be there at six a.m. But Fuck it, you know what I mean? And uh, I knocked it down in two days, and it was a blast. It was fun. Man. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Those guys that teach it, you know, they make it interesting. But you know what? If you can get your endorsement or you have your endorsement, man, go down and just ride a Harley one time. Yep. It's 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 so true because, you know, I, I started I, when I was 16. I had my hand-me-down bike, 84 uh, Wide Glide shovel head last year and that bike was such a pain in the ass and I was I would ride it to high school and I'd be covered in fucking oil by the time I got to school and it didn't matter because there was nothing like it I mean it was it was great um, but there was so much shit I didn't know and then later in life you know I never had I rode bikes never had an endorsement yeah I rode bikes and then I started so hard like I have an endorsement so I went I did the class and you know paid my money and I learned so much shit it was oh, a lot yeah. of fun but the, on the other side of it is I've known people, you know, a good buddy of mine who's also kind of my mechanic and stuff. Uh, he's a Harley certified mechanic, went to MMI, he's doing squared away. Uh, he rides a fucking Triumph. And I said, what's, what's the deal? And I, like, here's the deal. I don't care what you ride. You're on two wheels, you're a brother of mine. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at sure. it. I'm not, I'm not snobby, but I will tell you. And I tell him the same thing. There's something about a Harley that's ear, you, you just can't replicate it. No. You can't replicate it at all. And so I said, why do you ride this? Why do you ride a tramp? He goes, because I'm lazy. What does that mean? It takes the same oil for for engine, primary, and trans. I don't care to mess with it. I don't have to worry about Harley shit. To me, I'll worry about Harley shit. Shift shaft seals. <laughs> yeah. Primary, do it. yeah. Because there's nothing like it in the world. Nope. And uh, whatever you ride, I'm glad you're on two wheels. But if you have never ridden a Harley, like you said... Go ride one, and it is literally 
It's own experience. It's life-changing. It really is. It's own experience. You know, a lot of people do complain. Oh, well, you got to work on a Harley. And I'm like, okay. Are you in a relationship? Don't you have to give your baby a little bit of love every right. now and then? You got to stroke her. You got to be good to her, you know? Take her out on that date once in a while, you once a week. You know what again. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's what you do when you're in a relationship with a woman. Well, nothing, nothing. All you got to do is give some TLC to your bike. Same thing. Once a week. Just check up on her. That's it. And nothing nothing yeah. worth having doesn't have work involved with it. Exactly. You know? So, exactly. yeah, you want to get on a bike and ride oh. 6,000 miles without ever checking the oil or right. pressure or any of that shit, maybe that's for you. I like to know that my shit's where it's supposed to be. Yep. I don't mind every week going through my bike, checking this, checking that. Where's my oil at? Where's my, yeah. my transmission at? How's my clutch feel? Everything's good to go. That makes me one with my bike. And I know when something's not right with it. Exactly. I know. My bike's not running right. I know. Yeah. If my clutch is hard and I'm getting binding my cable, I know. To me, that's, that's a great trade-off. It's part of it. It's part of the deal. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? Man, I really appreciate you coming here today, brother. No need for any of that. You know, no um, that. I hadn't been doing any podcast. You know, I was in California for a week. And this past couple of weeks, I've just been, ugh, you know, shit's happening in my life. This whole thing with my uncle and the trust. Yeah. Now, that's coming to not, an end right well, now. Well, anyway, fuck. Yeah. We got to postpone oh. this March fucking settlement hearing. Because he broke his leg and he can't travel, so they were going. Yeah, they were going as far as getting a stay from a judge, and I'm like, don't even bother, fuck it, whatever, whenever, however. I got it. I got it. Fucking by the balls, man. I mean, everything that they're trying to. Close, but it's just that last minute little throwing the the chocks and the wheels as you're barreling. And I've made a decision, man. I'm not going to sell the house. I think I'm going to live in that house. You know what I mean? You know what? Man, it's not a bad idea. It's paid for, it's bro. It's paid for, bro. It's a nice house. It's what you need right now. Two bedroom. And nothing. And Retirement community. Nothing's permanent. Exactly. Bro. You decide that's not the route for you. Exactly. Wouldn't you rather decide in your own terms than just yeah put some cash in? Exactly. Pocket? True. Because that's not the deal anyway. You nope. know what I mean? So. No. You know what? I think that's I think that's a smart move, man. We're going to see what happens. So you know that's just been weighing on me because I mean shit. I'm like damn. And I have to pay a shitload of taxes. And I'm like, fuck, I've never had to do that before. But, you know, I've had money coming in from from what I did get, you know. Um, So, but anyway, look, man, I love you, man. I'm so happy you're here. And uh, uh, let's... uh, do this ride next week, bro. Let's do it right next week. And you All know right. what? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put out a little something afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. We'll recap it. We'll put up some videos, some pictures, and we'll make sure we we'll do that. Cool. And uh, do the pleasures on this side of the table, bro. Thanks for having me. And Always a great time. We're, we're gonna make this bro, ride. So. We're gonna make this ride one that we, you know, is gonna be a good one, you know. And uh, like I, like you said, we'll take some pictures and shit, and we're gonna post it up, and we're gonna sit here and talk about it. Hopefully, we can drag, uh, you know, your better half over here. You know, oh, yeah. and she's uh, the magic dude, she knows all yeah. Of them. So, <laughs> all right, brother, well, thank you all for right. coming. Thank you, you have a wonderful Sunday, and everybody out there, man, uh, remember like, share, subscribe. All right, this is Big Steve from Three Shots of Sobriety saying later.